everyone. Welcome to Morning Matcha. I'm so excited to share with you today's guest joining us all the way from New York. Her name is Adelina East and she's a transformational healer. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited to just learn more about you and learn about what a transformational healer is. Thanks. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for joining us. So what is a transformational healer? What kind, I'm sure people can define themselves as that and maybe not do exactly what you do. So yeah. what is it that you do? I know that it's very unique. Thanks. Um, so I am a therapist, but I also work in this capacity because I found that people recovering from trauma need a different kind of treatment. They need something more advanced than our traditional talk therapy methodology. Mm -hmm. So as I was working as a trauma counselor, I started to develop this modality to help people in a different way. So transformational healing is basically you talk through the issue a little bit with the person who is in pain or in trauma, and then you try to link this trauma back to earlier things that have happened in life to get to the very root of it. And then I use neuro-linguistic programming, which is a technique that's developed by many doctors that came mm -hmm. before me to reprogram the memory and kind of re redesign that experience for the person. Let's talk a little bit about the NLP. Okay. So what exactly, how are you using NLP or can you explain that as well? Of course. So I use NLP a little bit differently than other people. Mm -hmm. um, the traditional form, I mean, there's nothing traditional about NLP. Yeah. I shouldn't even <laughs> use that word. But the way that most people use NLP is to have the person... Um, touch their first finger of their dominant hand to the thumb of their non-dominant hand and reprogram the memory either silently or out loud. And so you go back in time to when that trauma occurred and you think of a more positive ending for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And I used that for a long time. But what I found is that people would have to keep reprogramming the same things over and over and over again. And it started to feel a little bit like talk therapy where there's no real end point. You just mm -hmm. keep doing it yeah. and it makes you feel better. And that's awesome. And we all need to do whatever makes us feel better. Mm -hmm. But I was looking for something with more of an end point. Mm -hmm. So, so um, I received channeled guidance from my spirit guides. I've been in very close contact with my spirit guides since I was a kid. My grandma's a Native American healer mm. and she taught me how to channel when I was little. And I really put it off for about 20 years. And then it all started coming back to me when I was going through some trauma of my own. And so my guides started coming back in and comforting me and sending me different tones. Were you, let's back up a little okay. bit though, because so when you were, how old were you exposed to this? I was first exposed. I wouldn't say exposed. I was first introduced. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say Sorry. to my spirit yes. guides <laughs> when I was four or five. Was it? scary or was it something no. that you had gone to your grandmother and mentioned and then she started introducing you to it or she was just kind of like you anyone can do this yes okay that's her theory and I believe that's true too mm -hmm. I really feel that at this point I can teach anyone how to introduce themselves to their guides and how to work with their guides mm. and I think because it was so normal for her it made it okay for it to be so normal for me mm -hmm. and I'm really grateful what were your parents like they were not cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom was a very religious woman at the time. Mm -hmm. And so there was a period of time where we really didn't see my grandmother. We didn't talk. And I think I went almost 20 years without seeing or talking to her. Wow, that's so it sad. It was big. Yeah. Just because she was religious, so she didn't accept your grandmother's 
views or I mean there were other things too but like in my mom's form of Christianity at the time spirit guides were sent from the devil Mm -hmm. so she did not want her daughter communicating with the devil wow and I know there are many other religions around the world who feel that too and Mm -hmm. I you know I respect whatever anyone believes this is what's worked for me Mm -hmm. and so this is what I use okay so then fast forward 20 years you're going through trauma yes are you wanting to share how that was for you when you started just connecting with your guides? Yeah. Um, I started connecting with my guides again when I worked for the UN. So Mm -hmm. I worked for the UN for almost a decade and other humanitarian organizations. And I worked in countries that were post-conflict or conflict. And as a therapist, many different capacities, but that was one of them. Okay. You started maybe not as a therapist and then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so I, as I was working with people over time and in different countries, I started to really take in their stories. I think that, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the word empath has gotten overused a little bit and it's kind of tired, but I think that we all are able to see what's around us and really feel other people's experiences deeply. And that was happening to me so much. I believe that. I I don't think I could ever be a therapist or do that sort of work. I mean, I'm sure if I really worked on protecting myself, you totally day could. And clearing myself, but yeah, that, that it just seems so difficult to you let go of. You know, yeah. I would just, I don't know. So yeah, I'm I'm sure that it really affected you. It did, and we can talk about ways to protect yourself too. Yeah, I love that. Um. But things started to affect me. I started to feel their stories really deeply. And I had my own stories going on too. I had married someone that was not right for me and we were going through a divorce and there were a lot of different changes in my life. So when I started to open up to my spirit guides again, things got a little bit easier. And then I decided it was time to go back to New York and recuperate, try to figure out what was next. I loved working for the UN out in the field but I was 35 and I wanted to find a partner and that kind of life is difficult to find Mm -hmm. someone to really connect with long-term. So you left. So I left, went back to New York. Um, and then the trauma really started to seep in because Mm -hmm. I had time and space to have it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't as busy as I had been out in the field. And within maybe six months of being back in New York, my OCD was off the charts. I had such incredible anxiety, really chronic anxiety, panic attacks, couldn't get on the subway. Oh my goodness. Um, And then I, because I wasn't dealing with it, I was just doing talk therapy and taking meds and, and not really dealing with the rooted issues. Yeah. I started to have physical problems. And so within another six months, I was in a wheelchair. Oh my goodness. And I couldn't move. And this was all manifesting from emotional pain. Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. So did you start learning about, but you already knew about NLP and yeah. all these different healing modalities or I did. now what, so what did you do that's different than so what most people with I mean, transformational yeah. healing? What's different is that we combine NLP and there are some liberties that I take with NLP also, yeah. but we combine parts of NLP with channeled tones from my spirit guides. So it's sound healing, sound healing. But it's specific for you. Yes. Okay. So when I'm working with a client, they tell me what's brought them to me and we talk through it a little bit. And then I work with my guides to change some deeply rooted beliefs that they have that are passed on through this trauma and whatever traumas have come before, because it's all connected in the brain. Mm -hmm. Right. And so once we do that part, then I'm able to walk them through some NLP with liberties 
and then channel tones specifically for them. And my guides will come through and hum the tones for me. And I hear them throughout my head and my whole body. And then I just repeat them out of my mouth. So you like sing? Yeah. Is that, oh, it's that's like so singing. beautiful. It's not harmonious. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's really ugly. It's, oh. <laughs> but you know, it works. Wow. And how often does someone come do this? Like once a week or? Yeah. So I generally work with people once a week for about three to six months. And that's kind of the time period that you feel is enough. Yes. And then after that, do they learn to do some of these things on their own as things come up? Yes. I love that because I think that it's so important for people to learn to be their own advocates as well. And not like you said, not rely on like just do NLP every, Mm -hmm. every single time or yeah. Yeah. I think think people need to be their own healers. Mm -hmm. And so I love to facilitate that process. It's really important to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes after three, the three to six months, people come back for a touch up if something really major happens. Yeah. But I really like to teach people how to do it themselves. Wow. And that's beautiful. I mean, to be, so then do you teach people then to work with their guides yes. if they want or so that's part of the process? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a really big part of the process. I started a mentorship program this year to try to train other practitioners, therapists, and doctors how to use transformational healing. And that's been very successful. It's going really well. But I also love the one-on-one contact with clients of teaching them how to work with their guides because maybe a different healing modality will come to them yeah, through their guides. And then they can start practicing that, teaching it to other people. So does that mean that these people are becoming more clairvoyant? Yes. And does that mean that they're also experiencing other people's stuff yes. in that sense. Okay. Yeah. So how do I you teach them shielding techniques? Yeah. I mean, lots of shielding techniques. It's really important. And I also gauge where a person is. If someone's very deeply rooted in trauma and they've tried EMDR and they've tried talk therapy and they've tried NLP, I'm not going to start them off speaking to their spirit guides. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start slow. We work together. We rebuild. And then maybe after a month and a half or two months, then we start introducing spirit guides. Because you have to be in kind of a stable place to have that. It's a spiritual awakening, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you teach, so you were saying you teach at Rama. Mm -hmm. What do you teach? Is it the same thing? No, no. Okay. So I do special events in many different places. And I do special events at Rama too. I came here to LA to do a special event at Rama Venice and taught transformational healing. But I also am a Kundalini yoga teacher. Okay. And so I teach Kundalini yoga and meditation at Rama New York. Oh, okay. But in terms of teaching transformational healing in an event mm-hmm. format, yes. what is that like? So it's changed a lot. I had to learn a lot. Yeah. When I first started, I would take them through the whole thing beginning to end and everyone was sobbing, crogging and crying. It was too emotional for an event. Yeah. Because there's just so many different people that are bringing yeah. energy to the table. I mean, it would, right. I'm sure when everyone's on the same page, it is really beautiful. Yeah. You feel a lot, but then I, I feel like it could also be chaotic. I don't know. Completely. Yeah. So my first few events were really kind of a shit show mm-hmm. and I had to learn. Um, I went back to one of my mentors also who has been a facilitator for 25 years. She's incredible. And so she kind of taught me like, okay, this is very important work. I want you to work with big groups. I'm so happy that you have all of these contacts and ways of working with big groups, but you have to dial it down. So what I do now in groups is we go through whatever their trigger of the week is, and we try to root that back to as early as we possibly can in childhood to get healing on all of those different levels. And then I facilitate a past life healing and facilitate a transformational healing on that trigger of the week. 
instead mm-hmm. of doing like so much deep, yeah. deep work where people are getting really emotional. And I have to say it's been really successful because people text me or email me afterwards and say like, I know we weren't trying to get to the root. We were just trying to fix the trigger, but I actually feel much better about the root too. Wow. That's so cool. And do you work with people remotely? Yes, always. Okay. Most of my clients are remote. I work with people all over the world and I just use Zoom or Skype if they don't have Zoom. And they just lay down or how does it work? Close their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. They sit up and close their eyes. (laughs) Yeah. And I think our eyes stay closed most of the session. Mm -hmm. So I start out with, you know, talking to them about what brings them to me and we go through whatever happened to them once unlike traditional therapy where you keep talking it to death, I think that's just re-traumatizing. Yeah. It makes no sense. You're reliving the moment over and over again. Ugh, no. And it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, But you need to do that in order to understand, obviously, what's going on. So you first start with that. We just start with that one time. Yeah. And usually my guides send me what the topic is in advance. So Mm -hmm. I already kind of know what we're going to be working on, Mm -hmm. whether it's sexual abuse or childhood trauma, whatever the case may be. And then... That takes maybe 15 or 20 minutes. And then I walk them through a guided meditation. We both close our eyes, walk them through a guided meditation and facilitate a past life healing for whatever is connected to this current trauma. And then change some beliefs if that needs to be done to bring them out more into their fullness and richness of life. And then I walk them through the transformational healing process. So I hum the tones while they're reprogramming that memory Sometimes my guides send me certain hand motions for them to create also. Each finger connects with certain parts of your brain. And I studied neuroscience for a long time. So I'm very into the limbic system and making changes there. So they perform certain hand motions while they're receiving the tones and reprogramming. And then at the end of the session, if they're in a good enough place to do so, we start with the introductions to their guides, or I teach them shielding techniques or different ways that they can meditate while they're in anxiety, whatever they need. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about the fingers and the brain. (laughs) So this is what I've received from my guides. Each finger connects to a certain part of the brain. Mm -hmm. So in yoga, there are different theories about this. All different forms of yoga have different theories too. But what I've received from my guides is that your hippocampus is stimulated when you touch your thumb and your first finger, Mm -hmm. your hypothalamus when you touch your middle finger and your thumb, your amygdala when you touch your ring finger and your thumb and your cingulate cortex when you touch your pinky and your thumb. And What's those are cingulate cortex. Cingulate cortex. It's responsible for your fear response. Mm. It's a part of the limbic system and it, it really retains information well and forms links to other parts of your brain and other traumas. So when you heal one trauma, you're actually healing a lot of different traumas, oh my which gosh. is why transformational healing is a three to six month thing. We don't wow. belabor it. It's you think about different religions and how they use that. So you were saying yoga, but then in um, the Muslim religion, you're um, I'm my family's Muslim, but I'm not. So I don't even know the correct terminology for any of it, but you have the beads and you're working with the beads and that's going through your fingers. I mean, there's just so much that is so intuitive Mm -hmm. and that's because we're tapping into our intuition, Right. right? That's so crazy. So I, do you know Nadine from Living Libations? Or I don't do know her personally, but I know who she is. You know her products. Yeah. I love her great. products so much. Yeah. Um, she recently hosted, it was like a few months 
back. I think I had just had my son. So I was really wanting to do this like seminar. Um, but I couldn't because obviously I had just given birth, but, um, I signed up for it and I still have these healing tones because she is all about like dental hygiene Mm -hmm. and she worked with a dentist who, um, also, I mean, I don't know. I believe she's a dentist, but then she also, what she does is similar. She sends healing sounds to heal your teeth. That's awesome. I, I feel oh, like cool. you need to connect, but I, I don't like know. I'm do curious too. if you've heard of anything like that or if your form of um, healing does do that. Like if someone was like, yeah. Hey, got a cavity. <laughs> I don't know. I actually have never had a client who came in with a cavity, Yeah, but I can tell you that it's healed a lot of physical things. Mm-hmm. So I think in our modern, not to get too up on my soapbox about this, mm-hmm. but I really went through the modern medical system and went into a ton of medical debt when I was in a wheelchair and couldn't walk. Yeah, I'm sure. And They're we couldn't so figure expensive. out what was my, wrong. My neighbors in medical um, sales is specifically wheelchairs. And I was like, whoa, oh, so, they're so expensive. They are really expensive. And just the, you know, living in a wheelchair means that you can take the subway part of the way, but you're going to have to get in a cab at a certain point. Mm-hmm. It's just a very different existence. It's a very expensive existence. Yeah. And so I while I was going through that process, my guide started sending me tones for physical problems as well. And now my husband and I are in the process of recording tones for a bunch of different things. We've got wow. 15 done so far. There are two up on my website now. Oh my gosh. One is for anxiety relief and one is to tap into your new earth. Cool. And What's there will be that? much like, more coming. What does that soon. mean? Tap into your new earth. So our new earth is the place where we can go for our highest and greatest healing. So once you can get yourself there, the healing of your body particularly takes place more quickly because you're up in the upper dimensions mm-hmm. of this realm. And so you're oh my able gosh, to feel I it. I love that. Okay. I have to ask you because you've heard of what's going on with 5g, right? Yeah. And it's terrifying, I know. <laughs> but what can we do? Are there healing notes for that? There are. Those okay. Will be really because soon. like New York city yeah. specifically, it's already there. I know. Um, I'm living here. Laguna beach is like a few minutes down south from here we're in Newport Beach right now recording this but um it's they're fighting it like Topang is fighting it but my husband's saying it's kind of inevitable like he was researching that the FCC can just come in and be like no like it's gonna happen like hopefully we can fight it going into neighborhoods and schools but those are like they're installing them in schools it's terrible I know but I don't know I'm I'm of the belief like I am afraid of that I, and fear is like, I'm noticing that I have a lot of fear mm-hmm. uh, towards 5g, but I also know that as a society, we're most likely going to go that way. So what are the things that I can do to f- protect myself? You already do so many of them because you yeah. keep a very clean diet. You have like the most incredible supplements that you take. Mm-hmm. That's a huge part of it. It's all about our brain health, right? Yeah. But also you have a spiritual practice and Mm -hmm. you're a spiritual being and that helps everything. I know. I believe that your mind is just so powerful. So obviously being in that state of fear isn't going to help. It's not. But then you think about these children that are getting the cancer and they're not even thinking about it. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm just curious, like if there is a sound, I know mantras are healing, like Mm -hmm. what should we be playing in our homes? I think mantras are amazing. Um, I would practice transformational healing because that's my favorite thing. Yeah. That's what's worked for me. Are you going to put out a note for this? I will. I have some tones Please already do. recorded for EMFs. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, so how often do you recommend people be listening to the tones? Every day for a while. 
I think it's a really intuitive process. So I try to not prescribe a certain amount of time. If you're working with me one-on-one, I create bespoke tones for you. And then you listen to those tones every morning and every evening for a week until our next session. But if you're buying the tones a la carte on my website, it's really up to you. I recommend that everyone do it for a couple of weeks and then see how they feel. And if it's working for you and you want to keep using them every day, it can't hurt. Yeah. But if you feel like, okay, I'm good with that. I'm on to the next thing. Then you can Wow. So like if I wanted to sleep to it, what's it sound like? It's beautiful. <laughs> oh. It sounds like, some people have said it sounds like space sounds. Cool. And I'm not 100% conscious when I'm doing it either. Yeah. I'm a trance channel, but also a conscious channel. Um, but I do go into trance when I'm humming the tones. So I, when I'm done, I sometimes listen to the recording and I'm like, oh, that doesn't even sound like me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's humming. It's Mid- humming. Yeah. A little bit of humming, a little bit of singing, mm-hmm. some like mm, mm-hmm. very deep glottal things, wow. whatever they're sending through. But you could totally sleep to it. Yeah. yeah. It's not that long either. It's like 15 minutes. Oh, they're each 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when you say like maybe listen in the morning and the evening, mm-hmm. it's just like you can meditate to it. Right. First, the, the first thing in the recording is taking you up to your new earth, mm-hmm. which is this very deeply healing place, the multidimensional place. Yeah. And you go there first and you're in this deep theta brainwave where your brain has slowed down to a point where you can learn new information more easily. And then I hum the tones. If the person is working with me one-on-one, they're also reprogramming their memory with whatever they feel is most supportive for that day. But if they're the tones from the a la carte menu on my website, they're just relaxing and in peace and listening to the tones for 15 minutes. Sometimes there are hand motions. Then they drift off to sleep. Wow. It gives their brain time to process all of that overnight yeah, too. Yeah, it sounds so beautiful. Thanks. I'm so excited to know that you guys, you're, you and your husband are going to come out with these tones. And does he work with you full time? No, he has his own job, okay. but he works with me full time too. But he also helps. <laughs> That's the best. He does anything that I can't do. So yeah. I do all of the channeling and the spiritual work and the healing work. And then he does my website and editing and all that kind of That's stuff. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very lucky that way. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing. I'm so excited to just keep up to date with what you're going on, what you've got going on and, and make sure that everyone has access to go get the tones and follow along for more events that you're doing. Great. I'm happy to send you the tones also. Thank you. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, leave a comment or review and share with your friends. I'm always reading our comments and love hearing from you. So keep in touch and I'll see you next time.